This week on the Redeemed Marriage Podcast, we're going to be following up with last week's episode where we talked about three things that you should say to your spouse often, and this week we're going to share with you three things that you should just completely avoid saying in your marriage. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Rusty. And I'm Heather. And we're the Bryants, and this is the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. We are here to encourage healthy marriages, strengthen wounded marriages, and begin the process of restoration to broken marriages. We aren't licensed counselors, but we are a redeemed couple that loves the Lord and wants to help you journey through this messy, challenging, and fun part of life called marriage. everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant. We are excited to be with you here for us, at least when we're recording this. It's the week before Christmas. Christmas. So one week, away. one week away from when we're actually recording this. Not sure when you're listening to this, but a lot of you do follow us along as we produce our episodes. And so it may be the week before Christmas for you. So Merry Christmas. Um, we are glad to be back with you to share one more episode before the first of the year. So we're going to take the next two weeks off because we typically record these podcasts on Sundays. And the next two Sundays are pretty big deals. Can you believe that next Sunday that Christmas falls on Christmas Day? <laughs> Did anybody else catch that? I believe it was last week. It may have been two weeks ago. And Heather said, this year, Christmas falls on Christmas Day. <laughs> and neither one of us even called it. No. But we have just, you know, a plethora of sweet friends that like to point out when we mess up things like that. Thank you to our <laughs> listeners, because that makes it a lot more fun for me when you point it out and not me. <laughs> but um, Christmas does fall on a Sunday falls this on a year. Sunday, so and New Year's Day falls on New a Year's, Sunday. Yep. So the next two Sundays, uh, we're going to take a break so we can hang out with our family and uh, hopefully you'll go back if you just haven't caught up. I mean, this is our 79th episode, which is kind of crazy. So I'm going to guess that there's quite a few of our listeners who have not listened to 79 yeah, of our absolutely. episodes. So go back and catch up over the next couple of weeks when you're driving around, when you're hanging out with your friends, when you're hanging Can out with your family. Can we do a drawing if people have listened to all 70-whatever episodes, they can email us and tell us. And we'll put those people in a drawing for a Redeemed Marriage t-shirt. What if they lie? <laughs> They're not going to lie. Oh, yeah. We listened to all <laughs> 79 of those jokers. But they don't have to go back and listen to season one if they don't want to. Because mm. that's before our sound was really good. Well, yeah. No, I mean... But, yeah, if we're going to do a drawing for oh, something... I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, if you've listened to 54 of them... <laughs> I mean, come on. Okay, if you've listened to if you have all... li- if you've listened to every episode, send us an email. Yeah, there we'll we go. take care of you. Just send us an email if you've listened to all seventy nine episodes. Um, all right. So, well, uh, speaking of surveys, we are going to have one more survey coming up this Friday. So, if you have not filled out, uh, wait, survey? did I say survey? Yeah, uh-huh. uh, drawing, drawing. Uh-huh. Yeah. So you can do the survey to get into the drawing. We'll have mm-hmm. one more on Friday yep. uh, before Christmas. So 
Um, if you if you're listening to this and you don't know when in the world we recorded this, it's the week before Christmas, so the Friday before Christmas. We're going to do the last drawing of the year. 2022. You, 2022. <laughs> you need to fill out the um, the survey, and you can get that. You can find that on our website, theredeemedmarriage.com. It's at the very bottom. You'll see it say survey, um, or we've been posting a lot on social media, mm-hmm. on Facebook, mm-hmm. so go to go there. All right, let's jump into this because I don't want to spend too much time doing housekeeping stuff, so let's go into the things that you don't need to say. Last week, we talked about the things that you need to say often to your spouse, and those were, uh, the first one was kind of lumped together, I'm sorry and I was wrong. Uh, the second one was, I love you. And the third one was, what can I do to help? So those are the three things that we encourage you to say often, say them all the time, say them uh, all throughout the holidays, say them all throughout the year, just say them. But there's also things that you don't ever need to say. Mm-hmm. So I love these. Like, I love these more than the things that you should say. Well, we, we kind of came up with these a couple of weeks ago. So we've known that we were going to just share three but man, I started thinking just over the last few days of how much there is that you don't need to say, mm-hmm. and the list. I mean, we could because we could go we could go a lot of different directions with this, and we are we're going to narrow it down to three. But I started thinking about stuff like, you know, you're fat, <laughs> <laughs> like like not criticizing your spouse and their appearance like like we could say that but that's kind of a no-brainer sure. I guess you could say um, well and then on the things you do say like you sent me a text this week I think it was because of another um uh marriage ministry that we follow and you said I just want you to know that you're the most beautiful woman in the world and I was like <gasps> You know, I mean, tell your spouse often how great they are and how much you love them and how how much they look good. But don't, yeah, don't tell them they look fat. Yeah, and I, I mean, I just like I'm, I'm kind of throwing out a few here at the, at, before we get started with the real three that we're gonna say because I started thinking about like, and we've done a podcast on an episode on this, but I wish you were more like so and so. Like, don't like, no, don't say that. Also, one one that I thought about was, um, oh, you're acting just like your mom, or you're acting just like your dad. Mm-hmm. Like that just that unless unless it's a compliment, that hurts, <laughs> you know. And sometimes it is a compliment. I mean, you know, our parents are great, but it we tend to find the little things that we can point out that could be negative. Mm-hmm. And so, like that's you know that's not good. Um, you know, I would say just not being critical of your spouse in public, that kind of thing. But anyway, all that to say, there's a lot of stuff that you shouldn't say, but we're going to focus and narrow it down to these these things. The first one is stay away from the words never and always. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> Yes, because n- that neither one of those things are ever true, ever. If you say you never help me with the kids, you never clean up. You never do this. You mm-hmm. never say this. You're always at work. You're, you mm-hmm. always go hunting. Mm-hmm. You all, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You never go shopping with me, mm-hmm. but you always do this. Neither, uh, neither of those words are ever true because there's not anything you can say. You never do this. I mean, really? They've never helped you with the kids right. ever? Or you always go hunting? Always? Yeah. Right. Right? Like, no. So, um, and so those are just words that we need to stay away from, for sure. 
Yeah, they those are words that I would categorize as falling into the nagging care category. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, we've just learned through all of these years of marriage that we've had. And nagging just doesn't get you anywhere. And I think that I think that most couples they fall into this into a nagging trap, you know, at some point. I mean, one or the other. And if you're trying to get your spouse to help with something or trying to get mm-hmm. your spouse to change, the, it is not happening by nagging. Mm-hmm. And when you're saying the words always and never, you're just you're just spinning your wheels or taking steps back. You're never going to move forward. You're never going to. You're gonna, never going to. You are <laughs> never going to move forward. <laughs> hey, I'm not talking to anybody. I'm not talking to my spouse right now. I'm talking to you and your spouse if you're listening. But, um, but yeah, I, you know, just avoid those. Those are harsh words. They're mm-hmm. strong words, and, and they're not accurate. They're not yeah. true. And, you know, I... Honestly, if you say it in even a positive sense, they're not, I mean, never and always are still not, I mean, they're yeah. not true words because it's not right accurate. You always leave the seat up in the toilet. You, yeah. I mean, always? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, but probably at least once <laughs> they didn't That's do right. it. That's right. Oh, goodness. So avoid avoid the always and the never yeah. phrases. Um, yeah, I stay, like that one. Stay and, away from that. And I can remember when we, when we were told that. Like, it was like, oh, why have I never thought of that mm-hmm. before? And, like, we've both made really conscious efforts yeah. not to say those yeah. words. And it, and it changes things. Because I think when we were younger... And yeah, newly newly married, mm-hmm. we probably said that a, a lot. lot. And it Absolutely, was v- you always really go hurt. over to your friend's house and it was like, hurtful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You never tell me. You never make me feel special. And you may want to say something like that, but and have a conversation. But you need to stop and mm-hmm. think: How can I, you know, how can I have a productive conversation yeah. with my spouse and then, about this? And, and those those. Um, conversations don't say, don't start with that. It's, hey, you know, it, when you do this, it makes me feel mm-hmm. this, you mm-hmm. know. And, uh, of course, we could go on and on into way better ways to have communication without using those words. But I love what you said. Just take a breath, think before you speak, and do it in a respectful way, yep. in a God-honoring way. Yep. Yeah, I like that one. All right, let's move to number two. So the second word that, or the second thing that you need to avoid is, and you've heard, we've heard it said, don't use the D word, but it's just avoiding the word divorce. Yep. And most of the time, I would, I would think that that comes up when couples are having arguments mm-hmm. or fighting, mm-hmm. and you know, just to throw it out and say, well, if you don't. If you don't start helping around the house or whatever. If you do this one more you, time. Yeah. We're just going to, you know, maybe we could just, just sh- maybe we should just get a divorce. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a lot of you that are listening to this, you're probably thinking, well, we've said that before. And, I mean, they know we're not serious. Mm-hmm. But when you open the door to that and and just when you say it, it, it almost becomes, well, that's an option. Right. That's right. And if you don't ever say it, then it's not an option. Correct. So, 
Um, you know, I was trying to think about that today. And I mean, obviously, you guys that listen to us, you know our story. You know that um, in 2011, um, Heather was unfaithful, and we went through this marriage crisis. And I, I don't know. I mean. I'm not sure that did I ever use those words. You to did you? not. You did not. Matter of fact, as you were sitting here talking about it, the only people that used that word were people outside of our marriage that were giving you ungodly advice. Mm-hmm. Like I can remember you saying, "So and so said, you know, I mean, I have, I, I should just divorce you." Mm-hmm. Like I can remember you saying that, but it wasn't something that you felt matter. I do remember you saying, I do not feel like God's calling me or is giving me an out for divorce. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I, I was trying to think if, uh, because, because one of the things that I know happened, um, you know, there was a, there was a line drawn in the sand yeah, and, you know, where I said, this this won't happen again. Right. You, you know, you you won't hurt me this way. You won't betray me this way. This is not going to happen mm-hmm. again. And if it does. Right. And I may have said, sure. you, know, there, you know, we will sure. get a divorce. Yeah. And, you know, I will fight for these kids. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, that kind of and thing. And it wasn't just if you go have an affair. It was, it was the things that can lead to that. If you mm-hmm. talk, text. Mm-hmm see you know come in contact with try to you know it was all of those things if if you choose to do these things then it's over then it's over like you drew a definite line in the sand for me and I knew like I knew if I choose to do these things then he has every reason to divorce me Mm -hmm. yeah and but other than that and again I don't even know if I mean, you said that that we talked about it, but it was me saying that I didn't feel like God was telling me to mm-hmm. divorce you. Right. And you did not feel released to do that. <clears throat> right. Because I, f- I felt like that I needed to fight for mm-hmm. our marriage. That's right. Um, but I do. I think that, you know, push aside the the heaviness and how deep that hurt and that wound is mm-hmm. and you know we could we could talk and talk about grounds for biblical mm-hmm. grounds for divorce and all that kind of stuff but even beyond that i think that people in their marriage they just they use the word flippantly yeah and you know just to try to get a jab in yeah. when they're arguing or, or to scare their spouse into doing mm-hmm. into um getting them to do what they want them to do yeah, that's good. Um, yeah. And, like, you can't use that as a as a um, manipulation right? to get your spouse to do what you want or to scare them into loving you better. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, like I said at the beginning when we were talking about this, is if you, if you do use that word, even if you're joking or, you know, you don't mean it, you're not ready to file mm-hmm. for papers and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. But if you use that, it's just opening the door. That's right. It's just, this and, is an option. And don't use your kids in that manner mm-hmm. either. You know, like, you know, I'll yeah. take them with me or they yeah. wouldn't want to stay with you. Or, I mean, it's just so many things can be said um, that are hurtful 
And like you said, that's the dark part of it and the deep part of it. But they can also be used flippantly that just, I mean, you just don't want to give the enemy a foothold. Mm -hmm. Like, don't open that door. Don't just, it's just not an option. Yep. Just make it not an option. All right, so moving on to our third and final, I guess, uh, thing that you should avoid saying to your spouse. And we mentioned this actually a few weeks ago, but we didn't go into a whole lot of detail. And, you know, maybe there's not a whole lot of detail to go into, but it's just avoiding and not using the phrase, I'm not happy, mm-hmm. or I'm not happy anymore, or you, or, don't, make you don't make me happy. And usually that's, you don't make me happy anymore. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, I feel like I feel like this one is is a lot like using the D word. I mean, when you when you say that you're not happy anymore, well, first of all, your spouse is not responsible for your happiness. Nope. Now, obviously, when your spouse is doing the things that they're supposed to do in marriage, they can make you ha- make you happy. Mm-hmm. But they're not responsible for your happiness. So when you throw the words out at them and say, you don't make me happy, then all of a sudden the marriage becomes, really it become, becomes all about you. Mm-hmm. Like it becomes, if I say that, it's all about me. Right. Like we're this marriage is supposed to be for you to make me happy, and mm-hmm. you're not doing that, mm-hmm. and so I'm not happy. Yep. And look, we want everybody out there to be happy in their marriage, and we want you to enjoy your marriage, but it's not your spouse's ultimate responsibility to make you happy. Right. And so when you throw those words out, it's just, I mean, those are so, that, that's painful. Like that is that that's very like it just hurts, and I like we said it a few weeks ago. I remember early on in our marriage, it was probably thrown out a few times, and man, just like like I just think if you said that to me, for whatever reason, even if we were just in an argument or whatever, like it hurts me to even think about you mm-hmm. saying that mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not only that, but when you say to your spouse, you don't make me happy, you are giving them so much power over your life and over your joy and over your happiness that ultimately is supposed to come from the Lord. Mm -hmm. Like your joy is supposed to come from your relationship with the Lord and you serving and you keeping your eyes off of yourself. But when you say to your spouse, you don't make me happy, I mean, you're just giving them such power over your happiness. And that and that's not that ain't your job. Mm -hmm. That's not their job to do that. And now, is it more enjoyable? And do you long to have a marriage that contributes to your happiness? Absolutely. That's what we all want. I mean, that's what that's why we do what we do is to you know, help couples to, um, to find that joy and to find that happiness in marriage. But if you don't have that, you telling your spouse that they're not doing their job is not going to help mm. at all. And it gives them entirely too much control mm. and power over you. Yeah. That's and, not supposed to be theirs. Well, and really, with all of these things that we've mentioned, I mean, even, you know, when you say, 
you're not making me happy, or I'm not happy in this marriage, or using the divorce word, or using always and never. The response from the other spouse, like, I don't think, I mean, maybe occasionally they would say, okay, you know, you're right, I'm really sorry. Because the response to something like that is just to turn around and say, oh, yeah, well, you, you, Mm -hmm. this, or, Mm -hmm. you know, I mean, if you say, you don't, you don't make me happy, well, guess what? You don't make me happy either. You know, that's the, that's the response. So these things that we're saying not to say, they just don't produce anything positive. Right. And so, you know, to avoid them and to go other routes with your communication instead of taking jabs and nagging and saying these really, really harsh words and harsh phrases that are just going to turn around and make your spouse defensive and say possibly the exact same thing. I mean, look, if you say you always, well, I mean, I could just as easily say, well, you know what? You always and that's how it goes. Right. I mean, if you're listening to this, you're like, mm-hmm, that's yeah, the way I've, it goes. Yeah. Yeah. We've done that yep. merry-go-round. That sounds familiar. <laughs> several times. Yeah. So I just, I, I think that, that that's the big thing is just to realize that none of these produce anything positive mm-hmm. for your marriage. Right. And the damage that they cause can sometimes take a long time to, to heal mm-hmm. because words are very harmful. And so instead of using these words, if you have a message and a point and a something that you need to express as far as feelings, then come up with a positive way of saying it rather than these really dangerous right. words. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So did you did you think of any other words as we were talking that you were like, we got to say, just don't say this. You just, you did so many of them at the beginning that I was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there's a lot of things that you just, you know, and, and I teach children, and so this is something I say often. But, I mean, it does it ever get old to hear treat other people the way you want to be treated? Hmm. Like, I mean, if you think, how do I want my spouse to treat me? Mm-hmm. And then you treat them in that same way. You can't go wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's it, it's just such a solid piece of advice in life with friendships, with service, with, I mean, just with relationships, with family. But, all I mean, hugely with your spouse. Mm. Like, would I want my spouse to say that to me? Mm-hmm. You know? And... On top of that, I th- the other thing I was thinking as we wrap up is I was trying to um, put into words, and I don't know if I'll do it great, but a lot of the things we talked about today, manipulation just keeps coming into mind. Mm. That, you're, that you use, that I think a lot of times in marriage, we use words to try to manipulate our spouse into doing what we want them to do or what we want them to say, or what we wish that they would, you know, what we wish that they would do. And that's, like, you can't manipulate your spouse Mm -hmm. like that. It's not healthy. It's not, um, it's not encouraging to your spouse. And so you just have to make sure that you're communicating in 
a better way than manipulation. Mm-hmm. And um, and I think that a lot of the words that we talked about, a lot of the sayings that we hear um, from people or that we've said in the past, I think a lot of those, they definitely tear down. They don't build up. And they're very selfish because you're trying to get your spouse um, to say or do something that you want. Mm. So, Yeah, that's good. You know, you were just saying how to kind of wrap it up. It's like treat people the way you want to be treated. Some of these that I thought about, you know, at the very beginning when I was talking about, you know, don't tell your spouse they're fat and, Mm -hmm. you know, the, the things like that. Don't tell them that like their mom or their dad. I was trying to think, too. If I was sitting down, we have two boys, one that's 20, almost Mm. 21, one that's 16. And, you know, I mean, they'll get married, you know, soon in the next decade, probably for both Mm -hmm. of them. And so, you know, I was thinking to myself, well, what would I tell them? Don't ever, don't ever say this to your spouse. And those were some of the things. And the, the three that we talked about were three of the big ones and those would those would be three that I would definitely say but there's there's a whole long list of them and I was throwing those out at the beginning and that's kind of where I came up with those so I'm saying if you were sitting down with your child and telling your child look don't you know don't ever say these things to your spouse that's a that's probably a good place to start that's right. too that's so. right All right, well, it's time to wrap up. It's time to say Merry Christmas, and it's time to say that we will see you guys in 2023. So um, if you've got any questions or anything that we can help you with over the holidays, reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. And until the new year, uh, have a great Christmas and a happy new year. All right, bye-bye.